0: Lose that lonely feeling on the job with a new app that gives you thousands of new friends. Welcome to Service Calls, a podcast brought to you by Tech Town and Food Service Equipment Reports. And this is it, the start of season two. We are so excited to be back with this podcast that's geared specifically for the restaurant equipment service tech who's looking for the latest on what's going on in the industry. I'm Rob Lefrancs, and in this episode, we're going to hear all about TechTown and some amazing new resources available for you, right in the palm of your hand on your mobile phone. And joining me, as always, is Food Service Equipment Reports managing editor Allison
1: Resendiz. Hey, Rob. We're also going to hear about how the install of some pricey equipment came down to a game of inches.
0: Up first, though, we are going to go to the phone and we're going to meet with Scott Carmichael, the mayor of Tech Town, which is an online community specifically built for food service equipment technicians. Now, you might have come across handyman websites or other platforms, and they'll talk in bits and pieces about food service equipment repair, but this site is a hundred percent dedicated to it. Scott, Tell us more about TechTown.
2: Like you said, we are a community specifically built for people who, in their day-to-day job, work with commercial food service equipment.
1: What will techs find when they visit TechTownForum.com?
2: So our site has uh, well over 3,000 members, uh, and uh, they are active from you know all runs of the industry. And we have well over 5,000 articles or forum posts that have been published by them. So we already have a, an incredible amount of data. Um, a lot of questions have already been answered. So, for a lot of our visitors, it could be as simple as searching, finding the solution on our website, and you know having that be what they were looking for. And of course, for a lot of other you know problems, if it's especially when it comes to newer equipment nowadays, um, it, it could mean that uh, you know they have to ask a question and wait for somebody in our community to get back to them. Um, thankfully, we have uh, a pretty good group of very active uh, influencers, uh, technicians who have been you know, in the industry uh, you know, ranging from you know, 25 to 45 years, and they, to them it really is a, a question of technicians helping technicians, and they'll often have a, an answer or at least be working with you to find an answer within 20 to 30 minutes. And that's it. I mean, it's community spirit is probably the, the number one tool that we have.
1: The discussion board sounds amazing. What are some other features techs will find on the site?
2: Uh, we worked with a lot of technicians to get their ideas on what they would consider to be uh, the perfect community. And based off their feedback, um, two of the features we built was uh, a manufacturer directory, which... Uh, we we try to make as comprehensive as we can with um, those manufacturers that technicians will come face to face with on a daily basis, and we fill that with as much information as we can. Um, we have built a knowledge base where we take some of the the, the problems that have you know been faced by technicians but may not be that easy to decipher in the forum because of course most of you will know forums, it's, it's just a long string of posts. So what we do is we, we go through all of those posts and we find exactly where the correct answer is and we compress that into a you know, an easy to digest one page document. Uh, that information goes into our knowledge base uh, we add videos, we add schematics, we add manuals, really everything that you would need that, you know, may not be uh, easily found within the forum
0: format. You know, I love the community and especially live aspect of this because, you know, most of the time, text you know, you're out there and you're on your own. Yeah, without a doubt. I don't think the vast, you know, community of people working in kitchens
2: really has an idea just how stressful and like you said how lonely it is you know if you're a technician you know you're you're sending a van with a you know a box of parts told to go to a job site and you know you may have nothing more than machine doesn't work you know i did a lot of ride alongs and i have a, a newfound incredible amount of respect for what the technicians do out there in the field and i am i am thrilled that we're able to provide them with something where you know, it, it gives them a little bit of a feeling that there's someone else on the other end of the line. Um, and, you know, if they do have somebody breathing down their neck, they can say, you know, I'm working on it. You know, we've got some experts on the line here and, you know, they're helping
0: me with it. And, you know, that alone might be enough just to, you know, kind of take the pressure off. Do you have any uh, examples of what discussion topics are bubbling up right now on the platform?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming it's mostly due to COVID. But the, the most popular topics at the moment are all about ice machines um, and fryers. And I'm guessing that that's because, you know, obviously a lot of kitchens are starting up again. Most of them probably didn't shut down correctly.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about what's coming up on the horizon for TechTown?
2: <laughs> Too much to tell you. And a lot of things I'm going to keep secret. Um, but one of them that I would be uh, more than happy to announce on the podcast, and this is the first place you'll hear it, is that we are releasing a mobile app Uh, TechTown has always been mobile friendly. From day one we designed the site to operate on iPads, on Android tablets, on phones, simply knowing of course that you know the vast majority of technicians in the field will be using a mobile device. Uh, But we decided to make our mobile access even better uh, by taking all the core features of TechTown and packaging them in a mobile app where you can take advantage of some of the, the cool things that a phone does, like push notifications and being able you know, being able to access certain information offline. Very handy, and um, you know, we're just putting the finishing touches onto the app now, and it should be live very soon.
1: I took a look around the site the other day, and I think techs would like to know there's a reward system. Could you tell us a little bit more about that, Scott?
2: That's, that's absolutely right. It's really just our way of saying thank you to technicians for, you know, their time, their expertise, uh, sharing their knowledge. Um, And, you know, as part of the community, you know, we have to give back. So everything technicians do on the website earns points. And those points can then be exchanged, uh, like you said, for gift cards, uh, backpacks, cool tools,
0: measuring equipment, things like that. Oh, that sounds like fun and a good reason to take part. Uh, Scott, where can Techs find TechTown online? So we are at
2: TechTownForum.com. And I think the most important thing to know is that uh, everything on TechTown is free of charge. Um, There's no charge to use it. There is no charge to be a member. There is no charge to participate. Everything uh, on the website, all the data is all offered for free.
0: Wow, thanks, Scott. That all sounds uh, super exciting. Definitely looking forward to checking out that app. And uh, also looking forward to seeing what other innovative new resources you have coming for service techs in the future. Okay, uh, let's move on. Next up, it's from the field. And on the phone, I spoke with Heritage Service Group South Florida Branch Manager Bob Colin about a really big install. Uh, Bob, what were you putting in?
3: Uh, That would have been the micro-dishwasher at uh, one of the local catering companies for the airline industry. And it was a 42-foot-long unit that had to go through a wall, which divided the dirty and the clean dishes. And it was a pretty big project. It was fun. I like those big projects.
0: Uh, How did you get ready for uh, such a big install?
3: It's it's a lot of lists, Rob. It's a lot of just sitting back and dissecting the blueprints, uh, doing job site. Uh, surveys and seeing what's missing and what you're going to need to do to complete the task. Um, I mean, you literally walk through the install in your mind over and over to make sure you're not missing anything. You know, you come up with questions of, did I check this? Did I get that? Is there something else I need to do here? And then you're just constantly refining your list and, and trying to be as best prepared as possible.
0: Yeah, you can't do enough preparation, right? Right,
3: right. In fact, we... We had that issue with the drop ceiling, but we actually had all the materials with us because we knew that that was a possibility, but we were hoping to avoid it.
0: So uh, can you tell me more about the challenges that you ran into uh, during the install?
3: Well, we knew the ceiling was going to be right about uh, where the doors were going to go when they were raised, but we thought we would have enough clearance to suspend the hoods from the drop ceiling as opposed to recessing them in the drop ceiling. So we did the whole install, everything went well, but unfortunately with the length of 42 feet and the slope of the floor, by the time we leveled the unit, two of the doors hit two of the hoods Uh, and it was just a bump. We could have probably convinced them to leave it alone, but we really didn't want to leave it like that. So we went ahead and and delayed and, and raised those hoods up and cleared the doors entirely, which just, it's just the right thing to do.
0: Yeah. It's all a matter of inches, right?
3: It really is. And I mean, and and sometimes, especially with the restaurant business, uh, in the restaurant business, you design how many seats and tables you can fit in the dining room. You do the handicapped bathrooms and you go, okay, what's left for a kitchen?
0: So how did you ultimately overcome the issue of the doors hitting the hood uh, when they were raised for service?
3: We just ended up cutting out some of the drop ceiling, raising up the hoods an inch or so, and then uh, redoing the drop ceiling around the perimeter of the hood.
0: How much time uh, exactly did raising and then reframing the hood add to the job?
3: Um, It probably added, you know, four or five hours. It wasn't too bad. I mean, like I said, luckily we were prepared for it. We knew it was a possibility, but it's just things are going so well and you're like, okay, we're going to make it. It's going to be fine. And then you get everything together and you're like, "Uh, it's not going to be fine. (laughs) So you just have to regroup and take care of it.
0: And that's kind of the nature of the job, right? Nothing is as it seems until you get there.
3: Oh, yeah. In this business, it's uh, especially when you're not doing new construction, when you're, you're installing new equipment in an existing kitchen or dishroom, there's always challenges. I mean, you never know what you're going to discover when you move a piece of equipment away from the wall uh, or lift something up off the floor.
0: Uh, what kind of uh, operator uh, were you doing this for that they required a, a 42-foot flight-type um, dishwasher, and, and what were they washing in it?
3: Well, they do catering for the airline industries. If you've uh, flown on an airplane and that little metal cart that wheels down with the food in it, yeah, yeah, uh, they... it's always
0: hitting me in the uh, knee.
3: Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> well, those carts uh, come into this facility and they are broken down, and, and everything's run through these large dishwashers to recycle back out.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, it's no joke when you're there. You're uh, you know not only is it a big ticket deal for you, but you're working on a Really expensive piece of equipment.
3: Yeah, I I have to tell you, I love it. It's uh, what we do um, is very unique. Um, our trade is consists of electrical, plumbing, steam, construction. I mean, technicians and installers uh, are an amazing group of people in this industry.
0: And, and beyond the payday, uh, you know, don't you feel good, kind of wrapping up a job like that?
3: It is great to walk in there to visit that facility and know that that you know the heritage team is the one that did that it's just a a proud feather in your cap to see a large project like that come off and and just look good and and operate the way it should
0: and that really seems to be the theme of the from the field segment doesn't it Uh, preparation and planning can save you a lot of headaches that was heritage service group south florida branch manager bob Colin. cool story thanks a lot bob Next up, it's time for Nuts and Bolts and we switched it up a little bit. Last month we gave you a chance to give a shout out to one of your fellow techs and we have a few of those. First up is Chris Warren with Joe Warren and Sons.
4: We have so many technicians right now doing really great work um, and our customers routinely email and call into our office to let us know uh, the work they're doing in the field, which is great, um, especially during these challenging times. And that's that's the truth. We have a very good technician group here and collectively um, everyone takes pride in their work and, and does a really good job. But if one were to come to mind, I'd say Jesse. Uh, Jesse was hired at JWS uh, in March of this year and he's been a terrific addition. He's transitioning from the residential appliance repair business very nicely. He has a strong electrical and mechanical background and has been willing to learn more. He's not afraid of a challenge or a new piece of equipment that he hasn't worked on prior. Uh, Most notably for me is his attitude and personality. He has a can-do attitude and has treated customers with respect, and it's evident. Um, You can teach someone the technical skills, but you can't teach someone as easily about taking pride in your work and caring for the customers the next
0: few were right in so i got a couple colleagues of mine to voice them up first it's general parts oklahoma
1: city branch manager bobby green who's got some props for mark johnson mark johnson's a combo service technician with the general parts oklahoma city branch He came to General Parts in early 2018 with many years of experience, and has quickly become the go-to person for other technicians and several of our key accounts. We regularly get requests from customers that they only want him to service their locations. Mark is the General Parts Preferred Tech for the University of Oklahoma. The way that came about is Mark truly understands customer service. He communicates with the customers regularly and ensures they're well informed with the process of the repair. When a repair doesn't seem to be the best option, he discusses how an equipment replacement might be better. In short, he believes in treating his customers the way he would want to be treated if their roles were reversed. Mark is committed to providing service excellence in all he does and knows that customer service doesn't end after you leave the customer's site. While speaking with manufacturers and other office staff here at the branch, he treats people with respect and works to providing a solution to customer problems. In the end, Mark's a champion of service excellence for general parts. And last but
0: certainly not least, this is EMR President Carolyn Kirshnick-Kaufman who's got some nice words for technician Dennis Black.
2: Dennis Black is an amazing, well-rounded, and multifaceted technician. Early on in the COVID-19 pandemic, he came to me with the idea of selling the plastic shields he foresaw would be needed at businesses that remained open and those that would eventually reopen. He trained other technicians on the installation methods he'd perfected and the salespeople on how to most successfully sell them. Dennis's foresight, dedication, and creativity brought our customers something they desperately needed with a professional, visually pleasing spin he puts on everything, as well as a new source of revenue for EMR. Dennis truly exceeds the expectations of our customers, of EMR as an employer, and of me personally.
0: Thanks, Bob Kessler and Jennifer O'Neill, respectively, for your voices and to everyone for your contributions. We really do appreciate it. Next month, our topic is what's one thing you like about virtual training versus in-person training? We'd love to hear from you, and you can call in to leave a message. Our number is 312-788-7618. That's 312-788-7618. You can also email or record a voice memo on your phone and send it along to servicecalls at fermag.com. And that's it for this episode of Service Calls, brought to you by Tech Town in partnership with Food Service Equipment Reports. We'll be back next month, so be sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.
3: I'm Rob with friends.